Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Would you like to know a little something about mine, Simon Miller's life? I mean, you're saying no, but tough, you're going to get it anyway. For some reason, when I sit down to watch Rampage, I have started singing Rampage. It's a one hour show. Rampage. Heels love a low blow. And I don't know why. That is the song of Go West. It has no relationship with Rampage whatsoever, but I do it every single week. Somebody please come round my house and help me. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture, a very strange individual, but it is I that have the finger of power. So What Culture have told me I can come on here and give the good bits and up and the bad bits are down for all the wrestling shows. And today we are indeed talking about the latest episode of AEW Rampage, but was it any good or was it a pile of crap? Let's find out by giving the good bits and up and the bad bits are down. like friends good because our opening contest on AEW Rampage was best friends versus best friends or Adam Cole and Bobby Fish taking on Wheeler Utah and Orange Cassidy hashtag friends we started out with a little bit of wrestling between Bobby Fish and Wheeler Utah but the real good stuff came when Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy got in there because they were basically doing a taunt off like Orange Cassidy was going to do his whole put my hand in my pockets but Adam Cole stopped him because he wanted to do the whole Adam Cole baby and as a man who was been playing video games for a very long time i knew what was happening here they were building up their taunts so they could build up their meters and start to store finishes this also led to orange trying to do this over and over again and cole being desperate to stop him and while it really was stupid and while it was goofy it was executed really brilliantly and as you know when you do goofy stupid stuff and you do it well i love it wheeler soon got back in there and this didn't work out well at all because adam cole and the man from the ocean started to work him over but you know the deal wheeler was like well man what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna make a hot tag to orange cassidy but he wasn't able to do it because the piece of fruit got pulled off the apron this was just to delay the inevitable though because eventually orange did get that slap he got in there and of course the first thing he did was go Whoa, and he did put his hands in his pockets and this just allowed the baby faces to run wild i mean there was dives there were cross bodies it was just entertaining stuff. You to then hit this incredible splash for a near fall, and that made me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum tum. It was so good. And the real best friends were just doing awesome teamwork and hitting move after move after move. I mean, there was a Slumdog Millionaire, there was a German suplex, there was a jackknife, and then all of a sudden, Cole and Fish were back in the ring and they were doing exploded suplexes and they were going for knee bars. You know the deal. It was wrestling tennis. And no, that's not how I play tennis. 
That's how I go fencing. Cassidy also hit the beach break for another good one too. Oh my gosh, he kicked out. But really you knew that Adam Cole and Bobby Fish were going to win here because recently Adam Cole and Bobby Fish haven't been winning at all. But the way they got the victory, I wag my finger at you, is that they climbed to the top rope, or Bobby Fish and Wheeler Yuta did, and Fish, even though he is a cod, gave him a top rope falcon arrow. I mean, this must be the fish and the birds having some kind of a pact, but honestly, it looked so damn good, to the point I would have turned into a massive nerd if that wasn't the finish, because what else were you gonna do? You couldn't top that. Thankfully, it did get the one, two, three, and even if you don't wanna watch Rampage at all, just go and watch that move. You will go, well, flub me sideways. It also feels like there's definitely something brewing between the undisputed guys. I mean, maybe they're gonna get Kyle O'Reilly. Maybe they're gonna get Roderick Strong. I don't know. What I do know, this was a very good opening match and it's getting it up. Tony Nese then challenged Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. I see that coming. Nice has been busy on Dark and Elevation getting a bunch of wins though, and he says he's been studying Sammy, so now he knows how to beat him. Of course, because somebody has said his name, Sam did arrive and he was like, well, I accept your challenge. And because Tony Nice is an absolute piece of crap, he punched him in the face and then he kneeled on Sammy's injured ribs. Because again, he's not a nice person and his nan is disappointed in him. We also got another challenge after this as well because FTR told the Lucha Brothers they want a two out of three falls match. And I'm sorry, if you have seen these guys in two out of three falls matches, you know that's like their superpower. So I'm quite excited about this and we will see it soon. Riho then beat Britt Baker. And this was yet another thing I didn't see coming. But honestly, it's these kind of little angles that make you go, oh, that wrestling really needs. And that's why I'm giving it up. And what do I mean when it's simple? When a championship does go on a long reign, some of their matches start to become pointless because we, the fans, can kind of figure out, well, I know you're going to win here and I know you're going to lose here. I mean, look at the Ty Conte match that happened on the pay-per-view. That was massively enjoyable. But I don't think anybody believed that Conte was actually going to become the champ because, again, it didn't feel like it was time to take the belt off Britt Baker. So when you do re-establish that the champion can lose at any given time as we did here it keeps you on your tootsie toes because now you're like well actually i don't know what's going to happen which is why when riho did defeat Britt baker all of a sudden it was like oh my gosh everything i thought i knew was dead this also had the extra boost that there was a bunch of story here because one riho did never get eliminated from the casino battle royale so she deserved a shot but also two Jamie Hayter came out here with a look on her face like, man, Rip Baker, you absolute asshole. You cost me in the TBS title tournament. So there was just so much going on here. It's called layers. Even then, her and Rebel still decided to help out the dentist to the point they were distracting everyone, which allowed Baker to choke Riho. But we got a payoff for this as well, because Riho eventually jumped onto both of these guys and was like, man, I ain't gonna deal with you right now because I wanna win. So after these goons had interfered over and over again, and after the commentator had made it very clear that Riho has never lost to Britt Baker, Britt went for a neck breaker, Riho reversed it, and used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and she did get the very literal surprise one, two, three. And that is how you use this too, because this maneuver is meant to shock and surprise you. And I was totally shocked and surprised. This was all top, top wrestling and we didn't actually do anything out of the ordinary. And also Britt Baker's facial expressions here were absolutely faboo. I looked like someone had just told her, we don't need dentists anymore. So that is one hell of a bravo. As ever, it was in our main event because Rampage always just zooms by. As we had 2.0 who were supporting their son, Danny Garcia. 
as he had the very hard challenge of taking on Eddie Kingston. Forza kind of got to that point now that no matter what Eddie Kingston does, we're just gonna love him regardless, even when he goes off the rails. But I kind of think that he's always been off the rails to begin with anyway. So once again, he's endeared himself to us, the fans. That's why it's getting up. What I love most about this though is that they just play to their strength. So Danny Garcia is a bit of a technician, so he was relying on his map-based skills. But Eddie Kingston basically wants to punch you in the face and throw you around, so he was doing that too. But on top of this, this was so, so dirty and so, so brutal. Like some of the shots made you go, oh my gosh, that looked terrible. But that also allowed you to buy in. Naturally, 2.0 helped out their boy whenever the hell they could, which allowed Danny Garcia to get back in charge here and there. <laughs> but you know Eddie Kingston. Even when he was distracted, he was like, well, I kind of feel like you just screwed over me. So I'll screw over you. So he took his finger and he poked Garcia right in the eye. For some reason, Eddie then decided he would hit a second rope knee drop, but that was a terrible idea because he tweaked his leg. And Daniel Garcia's face at this point just lit up like somebody had told him about a free pizza buffet and he was just wailing on this thing for ages. I mean, he even whipped Kingston out of the corner at one point, but Eddie just fell down because again, his legs couldn't take it. And I love that spot. It always makes me go, oh no. Danny then decided to try for a knee bar for obvious reasons, but Eddie Kingston got to the ropes in a desperate panic. And I think this pissed Danny Boy off because he just took his fist and he punched Eddie Kingston right in the face. And I swear, all of these AEW guys must wake up the next day after the match and go, man, that was no fun. I feel like I'm hit by a bus. Given that Kingston had lost to Punk recently, this was yet another one where you were kind of like, well, I figure you're going to win here, which is what he did. Because he went for the spinning back fist and missed. And because he's a smart person, he went, well, that's my best move. The dude isn't coming at me with anything. Why don't I try it again? He did. This time he was successful. He was your winner. As has been written in the Ancient Wrestling Scrolls, 2.0 then instantly attacked Eddie Kingston. It was like their instinct switch went off. They're like, man, we must get him. And because Chris Jericho had been on commentary for Rampage, and because he had fallen out with these square heads on Dynamite, he came to the ring. He made the save. But here's the thing. We zoomed in on Eddie Kingston's face at one point and he did not look very happy. Now, admittedly, he never looks very happy, but now I'm starting to think, is this actually a ruse because we're going to go to Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston? And I really hope we do do that because it means Eddie can basically continue on his I'm going to take on a bunch of former WWE champions tour. And that's a tour I will pay good money for. And that was it for Rampage. You know the deal as always. It's so hard to get a 60 minute wrestling show wrong to the point someone said to me this week, Simon, do you think Rampage will ever get an overall down? And there's always a chance, but it's going to be pretty tough. That's why this week overall, we're getting up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.